0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sifa. Um, today is Gimel Kislev. We are in Parsha's Pelldeus. And um, we want to start off with giving tzedakah and just having in mind Mashiach, but not only... I mean, I guess Mashiach is a big, is a big answer that we're really ready for. And uh, I'm minute on a, on a smaller, very important level. Smaller than Mashiach, if that's possible. Safety for every single Jew around the world. Um, complete health and safety for all of our soldiers and all the hostages. Everybody needs to come home. This needs to be over. And that's why we really need Mashiach. So, And, it's true. you're standing by the aisle while you teach us this. Is, so, thank you
1: so much. That feels extra powerful. Thank you, Ati. So, we're going to be learning um, on page 100. And as always, the Rebbe Sicha always manages to address exactly how we're feeling and what's going on where we have this complicated mix of emotions. Here we are on the Chaydesh Hagaula. We're coming from our Chaydesh Kislev. It's the happiest month by Chassidim. We're getting closer to Yotas Kislev. We're getting closer to Hanukkah. And yet, coming out of the aisle and seeing all of the papers of the, of the families of hostages who were here this week and the things that they left by the Rebbe, our hearts are just breaking. So how do we manage to hold all of this? And Baruch Hashem, we have a Rebbe, and he guides us exactly what to do. It's so on page 100, in the beginning of the sixth parsha, the told us Yitzchak ben Avram. Avram Hailat Yitzchak. At the beginning of the sixth parsha, it says that Yitzchak. These are the, the descendants. These are the children of Yitzchak, the son of Avram. Avram gave birth to Yitzchak. So brings Rashi was Chazal again. Rashi brings the statement of Chazal. There were those mockers of the generation who said that Avimelech was the one from whom Sarah was pregnant. So, what did Avishar do? He formed the face of Yitzchak to be similar to Avram. And then everyone was able to testify that Avram was the one who gave birth to Yitzchak. So we have a question. Wow, it's like sounds like a very big deal. What did Hashem do? He made that Yitzchak face look exactly like Avram. That's actually not a very unusual thing to do. It's very typical for children to end up looking like their, one of their parents. I'm sure all of you can look at your children and probably say, oh, this one looks like this one, this one looks like that one. So why is this such a like complicated, wow, such a big deal what the Abishar did? He made Yitzchak look like Avram, as if it's like a, you know, a very unusual, difficult thing. And the only way that we can understand this is by first understanding what kind of things are considered like difficult or unusual. And the answer to that is we have the vartum kriyas yamsuf. Kriya when we say something is as difficult, say something is very difficult, we use the expression that it's as difficult as yamsuf. What's the uniqueness of the difficulty of yamsuf? that the same miracle could have two parts to it, that it could on one hand be such a force of miracles and goodness and, and um, relief, salvation on behalf of the Idim, and at the same time be such destruction on behalf of the Mitzrayim. So for two opposites to be contained within one, that's kasha. That's a big deal. So now that brings us back to our understanding of what was so unique about the fact that Avram Avinu and Yitzchak, that they look exactly like Avram. And what is the answer? Avram and Yitzchak represent two opposite extremes from each other. Avram Avinu's inyan is supposed to be the Indian of Chesed, and Yitzchak's Indian is supposed to be the Indian of Gevura. And so the power of Yitzchak looking like Avram is not just that only on his face he looked like Avram. We're talking about from the inside out. In other words, the features of a person, bichlal, and especially of a Tzadik, reflect his inside. So if avramavinu's Avinu's whole inyan is to the inyan of chesed and Yitzchak's inyan is dafkav be the inyan of Kvura, how could they possibly look similar to each other? They should look different from one another. So the fact that the Avishar made Yitzchak look exactly like avramavinu Avinu is this incredible, wow, you know, kashik or kriya of moment where two opposites are able to be brought together. And how does this happen? How is this able to come together? And so the answer is only when we have a connection to the Avishar when we have a connection to the Ebed not only are chesed and gvurah not in conflict with each other, but they actually complement each other beautifully. And as a matter of fact, the ultimate expression of chesed is gvurah. So if a person pours and pours and pours and pours and pours until someone drowns, that's not really chesed. Real chesed is when the chesed gets tempered with just the right amount of gvurah so the person is able to access the water instead of just being drowned by the water. To be able to access the goodness instead of just being by the, uh, drowned by the goodness. And this um, ability to contain both of those together, this is the miraculous feature of what the apester accomplished by making Yitzchak look, look just like Avram. That instead of chassad and gavurah being in conflict with one another, they are the perfect complement to one another. They are the perfect combo working together to come up with the most you know, special way of, of giving, the most special form of Hased. So now we understand the, like, wow, right? ma What did the avisher do? He made Yitzchak look like Avram. He made Yitzchak, who is the epitome of Gevurah, um, completely combined with, with Avram avinu who is the ultimate of Chesed. That instead of these two being in conflict with one another, they are perfectly able to see how Yitzchak's Gevurah is an extension, is an expression of Avram's Chesed not in conflict with Avram's Chesed, but an expression of Avram's Chesed. Let's jump ahead to the Rebbe's Haira'is. What does this mean for all of us? We know a Ava Similabanim, our Ava'is are our fathers, and because they are our fathers, we inherit their genes, including their Ruchni Stika genes. So let's go to page 104, Ice Above. The Fun is. What is the Haira' for us, for us in our Ava'idah? Why are these three called the Avais? Because in, in them is based our source. Every single Jewish neshama is rooted back to Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. And so what that means is the powers of each of our Avais come down as an inheritance that each one of us have for all generations is by avais. so each one of us is able to combine within ourselves the avodah of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. So now let's see what does that mean? How do each one of us have in our own lives exactly what happened to Yitzchak? That Yitzchak, although he is gvura his gvura was, you know, the image of his gvurah was identical to Avram's chesed. In other words, how do we truly combine chesed with, with gvurah? Okay, so let is move on. So here we understand that this is something that each one of us can do. As aich der tzar kloster panim, This idea that the Eveshter made Yitzchak's image just like Aram, which represents his heskavavos von chesed and gvurah, bringing together chesed and gvurah, ken undarf by Yedr yedin. We are each able to achieve this, and not only we're able to achieve this, we are required to achieve this. This has to be our responsibility. What would be an example of this? The Tanya, Like it's described in Tanya. That a Jewish person is able to contain two powerful opposite emotions at the same time. On one side of one's heart, there can be tears, and on the other side of one's heart, there can be absolute happiness. How do we do this? The only way to do this is by being connected to the evishter. These two are opposites with each other. So only when it comes to our relationship with Hashem are we really able to combine these two and unite them and truly bring them together. Nara nit in Now in this idea of being able to combine two opposites together, there's two ways of being able to do this. One way is by setting up a schedule for yourself where sometimes of your day, your week, Your avaida is focused on Marirus, and sometimes of your day, your week, are focused on Simcha. And the way that was typically done is that Thursday night going into Shabbos, people spent on self-reflection, and it was a time of crying, Marirus. And then when you get into Shabbos, then you already approach Shabbos with Simcha. But there's a more difficult way of doing this. Remember we used the expression before, Kashak Kriya Syamsuf. And the more difficult way, difficult way of doing this is to be able to actually hold both of these at the exact same time. Hakashi Yes, I'm reading at the bottom, page 104. The more difficult way, the higher goal, is that the that we can contain this bitterness and this joy together at the exact same time. How can we do this? How can we walk around for the month of Kislev? The Simcha, right? And the nigunim and getting ready for Chodesh Akvula and Chanukah. How do we do this? Because we are the children of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. When we bow, this Yeder Yid is a Yerush with the Avais, does a Yerush Nemtach Alp, the Melech and Yeder Ener, a Kapanim Lefamin, Ein and Sezer, Eich and Dem Eifin. So each one of us, maybe if we're not perfect at it, but we have to aim for this goal of having moments to be the ones who inherit from Avram Yitzchak and Meaning we have the ability to contain within ourselves these two opposite emotions at the exact same time. That is going to be lesson number one. We are the children of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, and when the world around us seems to be in a state of horror, we can manage to maintain the scream of Ad Masai and the joy of, of you know, Zolshan Zayn Zegulah, Mashiach, is about to come, all the exact same time. Nacho Now we're going to read Eizayin. Another lesson to learn from all of this. When the Eivishter was you know, figuring this all out, right? How to combine Hassan and Gavur together. Whose image was formed to match whose? So what does the Rashi tell us? That the Eibishter made Yitzchak's image similar to that of Avram. And that tells us a very, very important message. So right away from the beginning, Instead of it being that the Abishar had to like, you know, go back out and form it, the Abishar should have just like from the beginning made it that way. So what's the, what's the message of that first it started out that Yitzhak was different and then the Abishar took Yitzhak's face and formed it to be exactly like a And The answer is that this is a message for each one of us. We are going to go into, into situations where when we first look at those situations, we're unsure. Should we approach this with gavura or should we approach this with chesed? And this comes up in a million ways. I'm sure every one of you on this phone call can think of challenges that you have in your life where you have to choose between the approach of chesed and you have to choose between the approach of gvura. And the message here is, take Yitzhak and make him look like Avram. Take the Gvura and make it look like the chesed. In other words, instead of erring on the side of Gvura, always err on the side of chesed, especially when it comes to the way we're working with other people and we're reaching out to other people, whether our own, families, and other people that we have hashba on to always lean towards the side of chesed when we face that challenge. So this is the reason why the Eivishter made it in such a way that first the challenge presents itself, then you make the choice between chesed and Gvura. It becomes an example for each one of us that these challenges will arise in front of us, and when we're not sure which direction to go, we follow the example of the Eivishter, and we make the face of Gvura transformed the face of chesed. We err on the side of being overly kind and overly giving and overly, um, you know, pouring love onto another as opposed to going the route of Gevura. And then the Rebbe continues with one last part that I'm going to go a little bit quickly here. And that is, of course, that we read, Parshas told us in the month of Kislev. Kislev is the chedesh of Geula. It's the month that's just, you know, pouring with Chzidus, and we're getting ready for Kislev, Hafatos Amayanus. And, and really, Hafatos Amayanus is exactly this idea. <coughs> because what is Kislav all about? Chzidus is supposed to be something that was meant to be secret, something that was meant to be held back, like the Gvura of Yitzhak, something that was not meant to be revealed. And what the whole month of Kislev, what we celebrate, is Yafutu Maynasecha Chuta, to be able to take the Gvura, the hiddenness of Pnimi Sataira, and to be able to transform it and to make it. You know, full of the chesed of Aram, being able to reach any and all types of situations. So, our last Tairah that we learned from this Rashi of Tsar, Panav, Shal Yitzchak, Daimel, that the Avishdar formed Yitzchak's face to be just like Ram is that we have to feel comfortable to take the messages of Chesedis, the ideas of Chesedis, and bring them into all kinds of situations not to hold back in a way of Gerurah from teaching these ideas, but to know that with the way that Chabad Chzidus is, is explained and is given to us by the al from the al we have the ability to take Yafutzu Ma'inasecha all the way to Chutzah, to take these ideas and bring them outward, bring them to places that had never seemed possible to get to before, and to accomplish the, the original dream of our Avais. And of course, that would be the coming of Shia. So let's wrap that up reading it inside together. So the Rebbe starts out ice test on page 106, and this should be with a question like, there should be some limits, you know, shouldn't there be some places of how far this should be able to go? Shouldn't it be quote unquote inappropriate in certain places and in certain sections? Last paragraph on the first column, page 106. From here we have the lesson. As But there is and When we're talking about the essence of the Jewish people, the essence of the Jewish people is connected to the essence of Hashem. And as we said earlier, the Abesdeir, because of his um, unity, has the ability to combine together Hasan and gvura. We don't limit ourselves to the systems, to the rules. And the Eibusher is Mahapich, the Sar cluster, Panim Shal Yitzchak, and the Eibusher breaks through all limits, and he takes Yitzchak, who's the epitome of Gvura, as there is that he should be similar to Avram. What does that mean? As Oich p-nimi is hatayra, that even those parts of Tyra, the inner parts of Tyra, Bas Misad Sidre is which according to the rules, those parts of Tyra are meant to be hidden. They're meant to be Gvura. They're meant to be Yitzchak. And yet, what happens? Sar cluster of shayitz chakers will sign demila aram. So in kumen begaloi, we bring them out that they should be revealed to the chesed of aram. Like the famous mussel that the altar um brought us under altar reb zakt as if dem is mechuvin der mussel from aben melach. What does he say? Klein This is nitkeven keen itzah north north to daybin and evantayva. What does kuvu and kesah hamelach? The famous mussel of the altar that the the prince is so sick. And the only way to possibly save him is by grounding up the jewel, the precious gem that is in the crown of the king. And this jewel is the beauty of the crown. And to take that jewel, grind it up and perhaps give it to drink to the prince. from as precious as the crown may be, it's nothingness compared to the life of his son. So when we take a look at a Yid and we see how precious every single Yid is to the Ebesher, that every single Yid is Hashem's only child, of course we pour chfidus to them. You're not really allowed to touch the king's crown. And here you're not just touching it, you're destroying it to live the Ben-Melech on behalf of this prince. <coughs> but when it comes to the life of the prince, who's this prince? He is the Mehus of the king. This is the Abishar's child. Then in Batl al-Achashbeinus, it doesn't matter your arguments, your discussions, the whole thing is null and void. And therefore the al goes on to add the following. Under al is Nach, Meiseth, and and Afilu is Film um to give out and even to the extent where we're talking about a situation where the the prince seems to be in such a low state that you know we don't we don't necessarily even have hope that he'll actually be able to drink this medicine. This is a suffix, mehem. So now you're facing a situation where you look at someone and you look at this person and you're like this person's not even a Kaylee They're not even going to be interested in it. They're not even they're not even going to be open to it. It's such a far-gone and lost situation. And what is the altar of his message? is kedai, it's worth it to grind up that crown jewel. the you're going to be wasting. What does wasting mean? Wasting your krechis, wasting your time, wasting your energy, wasting your efforts, wasting the preciousness of chiddis, and it seems like it's falling on deaf ears. vet ain't ben hamalach, but maybe... One drop will go into the mouth of the king, in the mouth of the prince, and you don't know what that one drop will be. So therefore, this is the message that we learn here. Let's go with chesed. We we just we put it all out there. And through this kind of devotion, to the work of spreading chesed, bring us demkasi hera demalcha mamish, This is how we bring mashiach. So I want to wish everyone going into Shabbos to. Think about this, um, this inyan, number one, of being able to contain these two emotions and our hearts are breaking on one hand. On the other hand, this is the most simchadik of months. It's a, it's a chaydesh of ge'ula, and We have to feel both of those together. When we're not sure which direction to go, err on the side of chesed, err on the side of giving, err on the side of you know, being there for someone else instead of holding back, instead of pulling away. And finally, never to give up on anyone that's the whole point of Chesedis, is to grind up the, the crown jewel of the king, put it out there into all kinds of situations, into all kinds of places. Don't be in a nisval. Don't make judgments. Don't make cheshba'inus. Is it worth it? Is it not worth it? Does it make sense? Does it not make sense? This is the king's son. And for the king's son, we don't make cheshba'inus. We just go all out. And the ebrister will make sure that that drop lands exactly where it needs to drop and the prince will come back to life more than ever before with the coming of Mashiach, ben Bi-Aminu, Mamish. Amin, thank you. I once thank heard, you, I
0: once heard, I don't know if I heard it in the name of the Rebbe, but I don't know if it was a real thing, that if you're not sure with raising your children, whether to uh, be strict and, you know, punishment or consequences or to give a hug, you should give a hug. And I'm wondering if that came from here. And this is
1: definitely one of the many places here. And then when it, came go. To, when it comes to Aaron Akai, whenever the Rebbe spoke about Aaron Akai, and how Aaron was, Ayyav Shalom, right Yav Shalom, the have always said, just Aaron the side of Aaron, you know, like go the route of Aaron. They're get it wrong, quote unquote, wrong one way,
0: we'd rather do it with a hug. Exactly. Too many hugs, God forbid, right? Exactly, exactly. Thank you so much. Magazine right, should be right.
1: able to to be able to report good news by the web all the time. I mean
0: I Magazine. Mean. Like